you know, it's not Karachi, it is not East Pakistan, this is not India, this is not Ireland, this is never records, this is never records, this is never records. And certainly me. In the crash, in, in the booth with never records. Nice. With 13 minutes. Across the ocean, from New York to Liverpool to Derry, we are the ones who believe that through joy we can forever live. Thank you, Never Records. I'm sorry I touched your microphone. Am I You are not listening to Never Records on Blue Gold Radio 99.9 FM. Welcome to episode 42 of Never Records Radio. My name is Ted Reederer, and I'm an artist and musician who lives and works in New York City. From the Mississippi to the River Jordan, I've recorded hundreds of musicians, poets, historians, crusty punkers, Anyone who wants to cut a vinyl record for free in my conceptual art project, Never Records. The Never Records archive continues to grow. To this date, there are over 500 recordings from seven cities around the world. In 2011, I was invited by Illuminate Productions to participate in the Merge Festival, an annual festival that encourages and promotes a set of performances, events, and happenings, which draw on the rich heritage and contemporary culture of Bankside, a neighborhood located on the south side of the Thames in London. The project was co-sponsored by the Tate Modern and Better Bankside, the local business association. And for one amazing month, I had a high street shop in London. Let me describe this next recording to you. This radio show means a lot to me. When I play these songs for you, I relive the wonderful experiences that I've been lucky to have since Never Records' inception in 2010. Never Records is almost always a joy. But the first track I'm going to play for you today reminded me of a story that I've blocked from my memory. Mounting a Never Records requires a tremendous amount of hubris on my part. If I stop to think of the complicated logistics of shipping 300 kilos of sensitive recording equipment, austere budgets, voltage and hertz transformations, simple things like plug adapters, let alone customs and travel, I'm not sure I ever would have gone to Liverpool, let alone Jordan. I soldier on, hoping and praying for the best, but the truth is, something always goes wrong. In London, my tribulations began at the airport. I was detained with the threat of deportation by an overzealous immigration officer, who had her suspicions raised by a tube of posters for which I failed to provide a suitable explanation. What could I say? I hadn't slept for the entire flight and probably had a few drinks, to be honest. After nearly three hours in detention, faced with the prospect of being sent home, the immigration officer, who claimed I was in serious trouble, waved me through as if my transgression was not such a big deal after all. My next problem took a lot longer to fix and a lot more money that I didn't have. I like to send the lathe weeks ahead of time, but bring a mobile studio with me on the plane with microphones, cables, and anything else I'll need to start recording when I land. I do this in case the crates with the cutter are delayed or held hostage by customs, which has happened a couple of times. 
In Jordan, I had to pay what amounts to a bribe for an expediter who kept raising the cost at every stage of delivery. And in Liverpool, the truck delivering the lathe from Germany showed up the day before I wanted to start cutting. So there I was in London, invigorated to be living the life I dreamed of living, thrilled to be in a city I had so long to visit, and full of anticipation for the arrival of friends and family, including my beloved friend and collaborator Arturo Vega. I set up the lathe, which thankfully arrived in time, unpacked my portable studio, pressed the power button on my Pro Tools rig, and nothing. It died. Probably concussed by a luggage handler who threw it off the plane onto the tarmac. So there I was, dead in the water, with barely enough money to feed myself for the month. It's important to me that Never Records eschews corporate sponsorship. While in London, the walk back to my room near Tower Bridge took me past Red Bull Studios, which I saw as the ghost of Christmas future. I've been in several boardrooms with overzealous agents who want to monetize Never Records. And I have a lot of dear friends who wish I didn't have to work so hard, who kindly suggest that I go for big sponsorships so that I could just focus on my art and not work so hard to pay the rent. The truth is, when someone suggests monetization, I hear the word weaponization. I'm not naive, and I don't mean to disparage Red Bull. They have an amazing gallery in New York that does great things. But Never Records is between me, the performers, and our audience, free from the specters and spectacle of fame and fortune. It informs the recordings and imbues them with a purity, honesty, and intimacy. The downside is that I'm lucky to break even. And while the merch festival took amazing care of me, and were even able to give me some living expenses. My apartment and studio rents weren't gonna pay for themselves. So there I was with a broken analog to digital device in a strange city with little hope or money. That's when Caroline and Dion Palumbo stepped in. Dion was this music student who had volunteered to help me and he was a super nice guy. We got on a train, borrowed a car and drove through village after village. It was right after the riots, mind you until we found this high-end audio store with the same model piece of equipment that I needed. Of course, it was the last one in the city of London, as it had been discontinued, and in spite of its dirty, well-worn packaging, it cost a fortune. Luckily, I had the company card for the gallery I worked for, so I called the bookkeeper for the gallery, and I begged and begged, and she let me charge the card. Felt extremely lucky and grateful, And later that night after an epic day, Never Records was up and running. I wanted to repay the favor to Dion, so we spent extra time recording his band, Palumbo and the Funk.
You are not listening to Never Records. That was Palumbo and the Funk with their track called Love Attack, recorded live at Never Records in London in 2011. I really dig that track. Because he had helped me, we spent a lot of time crafting the mix, and all of our handiwork paid off. In 2013, Dion's EP Rock the Funk, which included two tracks we recorded together, won Best Jazz Fusion Record in the International Independent Music Awards. Let me describe this next recording to you. The Merge Festival was a team effort run by a family of musicians and artists who called Bankside their home. They helped me build the shop, even made a huge vinyl record out of wood which was emblazoned with Jason Farrell's Never Records logo. It hung proudly over the front door at 11 Southwark Street. I have Tim Sheward to thank for the sign. Tim is a conceptual artist and gallery owner who was incredibly kind to me during my month in London. On one of the last days of Never Records, he joined with my team of volunteers who staffed the record store, Esme Johnson, Jade Sibley, and Ruth Page, and they recorded this song. You get an even so tan on your back and 
on your legs. And when the snow falls, you're bound in summerettes with your friends in the jet set. And you sip your Napoleon brandy, but you never get your lips wet. No, you don't. So tell me, where do you go to, my lover? When the snow falls in the back streets of Naples, there's two children begging in rags. They're both touched with the burning ambition to shake off their lonely bone tags and the track yet to do. And do close your car doors quietly because it is a residential area and probably a lot of people are in bed and able to remember. Thank you very much. Good day. On my last night in London, we set up a huge banquet table in the Never Record shop and ordered takeout and celebrated our time together. What a great bunch of people. Let me describe this next recording to you. If I recall correctly, James Frost had just quit his job to pursue music full-time. He exuded a fearless joy at having had enough of jobs he could no longer stand, and was dedicating himself to his craft. It appears to have paid off. When I searched for what he was up to now, a catalog of wonderful work that he's made since 2011 popped up, including a really gorgeous music video on YouTube for his song Nameless. In 2011, we recorded a track called All of Our Hands, which seems fitting given all the help I received in London. James Frost here. This song is called All of Our Hands. It takes all of our hands build a brighter world and it won't be nothing grand just simple hearth and home where the law is the land and it's sung in a common word that we all understand Building a brighter world Where the voices of children will ring on the open moors 
if we all chop the wood well who would make the spark and if we all bow to the gods well who would make them laugh and if we all reach for the same well who Takes all of our hands. 
listening to Never Records Radio. That was James Frost, recorded live at Never Records London in 2011. A lot of people assume that Never Records is a big production with a staff. But the truth is, it's only me in the end. Thankfully, I get a tremendous amount of love and support from my family and friends, and a host of volunteers and like-minded artists and musicians who believe that the fellowship of shared music and performance and the spirit of giving brings a deep sense of joy. I'm a very lucky man. Thank you for listening to Never Records Radio. For more information about Never Records, please visit neverrecords.net. As always, I'd like to offer a heartfelt thanks to the people and performers that make Never Records possible. A special thanks goes to Scott Morfitt and Eli Klott at Blue Gold Radio for helping put the show together and to the UW Eau Claire Foundation. You are not listening to Never Records.